0: Hey everybody, just a very quick reminder that Jim has a brand new video course over at improvephotography.com start called Photo Start. If you're not completely comfortable with manual mode or you need a little help on your composition, it is a really great course for a very reasonable price. And if you use the offer code TACO through the end of September 2015, you can get $40 off the regular price, bringing it just to 50 bucks. So head over there, check it out. Welcome to Photo Taco, the only show with photography tips you can learn in the time it takes to eat a taco. Or perhaps a burrito. Photo Taco! Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Photo Taco. This is Nick Page. I'm going to be your host today. This is part two of a two-part series about sky replacement. In a previous episode, I had talked about the why, why not, and when of doing sky replacement. Today, we're going to jump into the how do sky replacement. Before we get started, if you'd like, you can go over to improvephotography.com slash sky replacement. I have a tutorial available over there. This is going to be very hard to describe in an audio format. So if you want to follow along, um, practice on some raw files, jump over there, check out that tutorial. And that's going to probably help out a lot more than this audio version. So let's get started. First off, what will you need? The first thing that you're going to need is Photoshop. We're going to be working with layers, and Lightroom cannot do that. So, you're going to need Photoshop or another layer using software, but Photoshop mostly is what I'm going to be speaking about. Also, you're going to need a frame of just the sky or with lots of sky in the shot. A lot of times when I'm out doing landscape stuff and I see that, oh man, that's a really nice sky. I just reach up, snap a picture of the sky. That way I have that in my Lightroom catalog in case I ever need a sky to do these sky replacements. So if you're out shooting um, and you see a nice sky, just take a picture of it. You never know when you're going to need that. Okay, so... Before we jump into Photoshop, I usually start my process in Lightroom and I do a couple things to the files that I'm going to use uh, before I jump over. Now, in order to make the sky replacement as easy as possible and look as natural as possible, I'm going to brighten the sky as much as I can without overexposing any of the highlights. So the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to go to my sky file, I'm going to hold down the Alt key and then increase the exposure until I see that we're starting to clip the highlights. And as soon as you start to blow out highlights, when you're holding that Alt key, it's going to start to show some red on your on this black frame. So as soon as you start to see some red, back off a little bit and leave it right about there. The reason you wanna brighten your sky as much as you can is because normally when we take a picture, the sky is really bright, the foreground is really dark, and if we're trying to blend a dark sky with a bright foreground it most likely it's not going to look natural so the brighter we have that sky the easier our blend will be and then we'll do all of our adjustments later on okay so start off with a nice bright sky Also, pick a sky that's going to make sense. If our sun is off to the right and hitting our subjects from the right in our foreground, we need a sky where the sun is off to the right, where the the warm part of the sky is off to the right. That will help sell the illusion. Also, pick a sky that... Um, Is a fairly close approximate of the time of day that we shot don't take a Noon time shot and mix it with a sunset because that's not going to look right and nobody's going to believe it So yeah, just pick a sky that makes sense Okay, so now we're going to take our uh, background layer our, our foreground layer and Open that in Photoshop right click edit in Photoshop and then you're gonna go to your sky layer and you're gonna do the same thing. Open in Photoshop. Okay, now we're over into Photoshop. We need to put the sky layer in the same file as the foreground layer. So you're going to, you can easily just click and drag it into the sky file or you can go select all and then copy it and then go over into your file where you have your foreground and then paste it in there. Okay, so once you get your two files on top of each other have your sky file on top of your foreground file Now, we're going to need to position that sky in the right part of the frame, that way the bottom of the sky comes just a little bit below the horizon in your shot. Um, You can either do that by using the Move tool and and doing it that way, or you can go Control T for Transform, and then you can reposition it and and kind of uh, warp it around to make it work. Okay, once you're done with that, you can hit Enter, and now go ahead and hide that sky layer. Now, what we need to do is make a selection of our sky in the foreground layer. So we're, we select the foreground layer over on the right on our layers panel. And now we're going to take the quick selection tool over on the left, and we're going to select our sky. In some cases, this is going to be much easier than others. If you have, like, the tops of buildings, that is super easy. If you have the tops of trees... Not so much, so what you have on your horizon is going to greatly influence how difficult this sky merge is going to be. So what we're going to do is take that quick selection tool and just start dragging it over your sky. Once you have a fairly close approximate of what your sky is, if you accidentally select too much you can hold down ALT and then drag over what you don't want and that will kind of get rid of what you had just selected. Get it fairly close, and now we're going to go up to our Refine Edge tool. Um, There's a Refine Edge button kind of on the top of the frame. When you select that, a new uh, dialog box comes up, and you can make some selections in that dialog box, but what we're going to do is just paint over the edges of where that selection is. Most importantly, we're going to go over the edges of any trees or bushes, anywhere that um, the quick selection tool didn't grab, we're going to just paint over that. And it's basically what that's doing is saying, hey, Photoshop, take another look at this area. I don't think you got it right. And in that way, you're going to be able to make some really intricate selections. So anywhere that you have trees and bushes and stuff like that, use that Refine Edge tool. The Refine Edge tool is really the secret to making a good selection so play around with that get your selection as good as you can get it if you got trees that's the perfect time to use the refine edge tool even if you have the tops of buildings or rocks things that seem fairly um, easy to select make sure you go ahead and just paint over the edge of those as well because that's going to blend everything together and it's going to make kind of a gradient of a selection once you spend a little bit of time on that go ahead and hit ok and now you have your new selection Uh, this is the selection we're going to be working with. Now go unhide your sky layer by clicking the eye so your sky layer comes back up. And then with the sky layer selected, go down and hit a new layer mask on the bottom of your layers panel. If you don't, if you're losing me here, uh, I'm in the process of making a tutorial that's going to be available at improvephotography.com slash sky replacement. And you'll be able to see exactly what I'm doing there. Okay, so make a new uh, layer mask with this selection and boom, your sky is now part of your shot. Now, if you see a couple spots where the layer mask is just completely not right, you're gonna have to go back and kind of refine that edge a couple more times. So. Hit your Control-Alt-Z, go back until you're back with separate layers and you're working with that sky selection again. And just use the Refine Edge tool again in those problem areas. But more than likely, we're going to be fairly close. If you are fairly close and you're happy with your selection, um, go ahead and flatten your image or merge your layers. Once you do this, one of the things that you can do over some of the problem areas in in your seam where the sky meets the, the foreground is you can create a new layer and then with a very low opacity, like we're talking like 6% opacity, select a color from the sky and then just... Do some soft painting with your paintbrush over that seam, and it'll add some haze to the shot, and that haze will act like glue, kind of tying it all together and masking, hiding some of those imperfections. All right, I know this has been a very information-packed Photo Taco, hopefully this has been useful for you. Like I said, I'm in the process of putting together a sky replacement tutorial that's going to be available over at improvedphotography.com slash sky replacement. And uh, go over there and you can follow along. There'll be raw files. This is going to be a, something that's for sale, so it's not going to be for free, but it's going to be pretty cheap. So make sure you go over there, check that out, and I hope this has been useful for you. Thanks so much, and we'll catch you later. Photo Taco! on this program by independent host casts and callers do not necessarily reflect the views of Improved Photography LLC or its advertisers. Some links mentioned on this program are affiliate links where a commission is earned. Olay.